Welcome back, everyone. We are The Three Podcasts, bringing you episode 12. I'm recording this intro on Monday, November 9th, and this episode was recorded on Friday, November 6th. And I am so excited to announce that on Saturday, November 7th, Joe Biden was called to become America's next president. We will be discussing that next episode, but until then, enjoy episode 12. Yeah, so for today, the three is down to the two. Um, Len is taking a night off because she is um, not feeling well. She's okay, Um, but don't worry. You have here B-Sync and Mama Lisa. We are going to talk about what is currently happening a few days after the election. Today is Friday, November 6th. So obviously, you know, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast are also watching pretty much anything they can get their hands on to pay attention to election results. Currently, it seems as if PA and Georgia have both flipped um, and are now helping out Biden win this election. Uh, A couple places haven't actually called a win yet. It seems that the votes in Georgia and at least PA so far may have to be recounted um, just because they may be, un- may be at that 0.5 or under difference, which is a little shocking for everyone. People weren't expecting this race to be this close, but it seems as if it is. And of course, votes are still being counted, uh, mainly any mail-in or provisional ballots in i believe i think actually nevada is still counting pa is still counting did georgia stop counting or are they still count they're still i counting, think georgia is still counting also um yeah i just saw pa just started counting their provisional ballots a few hours ago so that's that's going to be adding to the numbers and the new york times the New York Times is reporting as of, so at 8 o'clock uh, tonight, that Biden is currently up by 19,491 votes. So that's what's going on in PA at the moment. And 96% of the estimated vote has been reported. So this morning... The first thing I saw when I woke up this morning was the speech that uh, Stephen Colbert did at the beginning of his show before he gave his monologue. So if anybody hasn't seen Colbert's monologue yet, uh, we'll link it and uh, you can check it out. But it's really awesome and uh, it was really refreshing to hear somebody just say what the hell they were thinking right right in that moment and um colbert flat out called trump a fascist well that's what he is i wish more people would actually come out and say that i mean i know when i was watching it i mean it was i mean it was obviously because the monologue isn't scripted that's that's like off the cuff right i don't watch a lot of well what what he he did this before his monologue and it was Oh, before it was the, off the it right, was so yeah it was unscripted the monologue is loosely scripted but this was not oh okay that makes sense yeah he was yeah yeah i watched it and so 
let me backtrack here just a little bit. So I have not been watching anything Trump has been saying in his press conferences. The only thing I've been following is his Twitter feed, as well as his campaign's emails, which have been I mean, insightful in the way that it's like, I can't believe they're even allowed to push these emails out. Let me just, let me just, let me just show you one. Okay. So this one is actually from Eric Trump, supposedly, of course. And this isn't like the whole email, but this is just a portion of the email. They actually bullet out that they've seen in one day. Of course, this is, I'm just going to say this right now, that these, none of these claims are substantiated by anyone. And the Trump administration has not been able to provide any evidence of anything I'm going to read. We are going to go under the assumption that this is all false. And according to everything that we've been seeing and reading, these claims are false. So we're labeling this as false, but I'm going to read what's in these emails being sent out to Trump followers. It says, we've seen it from day one. We found ballots in drain ditches. They're not letting our poll watchers inside. And there are videos of them passing out collateral material in polling sites all over Philadelphia. And then it says, "This is, it's my belief that they will try to manipulate this election, which is why I'm reaching out to you today. I mean, then they basically go on to say that you should donate to them large sums of, of money. But okay, listening to that, I want to know who the they is. Well, that's in everything that they do. And that's a great question, honestly, because they're creating a false enemy, which is what they've done from the beginning. Yeah. And it's fake fantasy. Yeah. It's like, well, it's that whole Dennis versus them idea. And they're the ones over there who are doing all the evil things and the awful things. And, you know, I mean, I've been I've been thinking a lot about it today. I've, I've seen a lot of kind of crazy stuff on Facebook and, you know, people. What kind of crazy stuff? Oh, pictures of like inside down in philly inside where they're counting the the ballots in the convention center and Uh somebody has this kind of blurry picture and they have a circle around this thing and it's like are those blank ballots oh my god are they filling the are they filling in blank ballots and i mean people are just going nuts over this shit and it's like all this speculation and all this conspiracy theory kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, could we stop for a moment and actually think about this? Yeah. First of all, would you, anybody out there, falsify a ballot? Would you even consider doing something like that? That particular idea take to all those people who are counting those ballots. Like, why would you jeopardize? Why would you even consider doing that? Majority of people would never even entertain that thought. Why do you why do you think that is? Not that I'm saying they wouldn't. I'm just like, what's your what's your reasoning behind that? Well, I I look at it and like you're there doing like your civil duty, right? Right. And yeah. 
you want to do the best job possible. You're, you're there to protect, to protect those ballots and to protect the election. You know, you've, you've agreed to do this thing and majority, at, at least, if it's part of, you know, like that natural order of way, the way you would do something, people wouldn't do those things. I do think it goes back to that zero sum game because it is a zero sum game trying as an individual, like an individual civilian, like the, the concept, even, even as someone who's in office, the concept of trying to take up brain space to figure out how you would screw over an election <laughs> yeah. and then figure out how you're also going to fuck over the electoral college. Cause it's not like, that's the thing. We don't have a popular no. vote, which a lot of people want, you know, it would make, make the elections a lot more equal, but we don't. And the election actually to the benefit of us, the election to win the election is really difficult because of the electoral college. So, the, the concept that someone would spend their own time, their own time while working or taking care of kids or going to school or whatever it is to figure out a way, figure out a way to slip into this place that they're counting the votes and somehow plant enough votes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, enough votes is... Enough votes figure it out while they're currently counting there is no fathomable way that anyone could do the math and have the due diligence like that would be like th really think consider this it's like how much stuff can you actually handle in your everyday life <laughs> yeah. how, like really think about it. like how much time do you really have as an adult as a full-grown adult who is, takes care of their house takes care of the people around them doing you know doing their job well, paying bills, in all of that. How is it fucking possible? Unless you were a hermit, like crazy person, and even then, how would you have the connections to even get into the place? It's not a reasonable idea. And that's why conspiracy theories at their core never add up. Ever, because it would take way too much brain power and manpower and manipulation for it even to occur. It's it's not possible. And even when there is collusion or quote unquote conspiracy theories, they always come out because nobody can keep their fucking mouth shut. Exactly. And we are how many days out from election right three now? Day, yeah, three days out, right? Right. Yeah. It, it's just. <laughs> If you really actually take the time to consider it, it, it just doesn't no, it doesn't, it just add doesn't up. make any logical sense. No, it doesn't. Because most people and how they function is they react to something versus like planning ahead. And to plan ahead, for example, like an election or someone to try and get elected, that takes planning and a team and money and time. Like it's just not a plausible thing. And on top of it, and on top of it, Trump's administration has yet to come up with any evidence. Like they've gone to the courts and the courts are like, uh, how about no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there's yeah, no evidence. They've been throwing the cases out. Yeah. Every case. They're just like, yeah, this doesn't 
this doesn't really add up. Right. So you don't have any well, evidence. The, the only <laughs> the only thing that um, went to a higher court and they they agreed to was allowing these observers, what they call them, ballot counting observers. I don't know. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but they agreed to allow them to get up to six feet away from the people that are count- counting the ballots. I mean, that's the only thing that they've they've allowed so far, because the, the, yeah. they were the people were saying that we're observing. Oh, we can't see if they're like cheating on a ballot or filling a ballot in. And, and like, again, I go again, I go back to why would anybody even consider doing something like that to begin with and like what's the what would be the purpose of doing it it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't add up right because you aren't getting like anyone who like look because any any crime that's committed there's always you get something in return like that's why people commit crimes because there's always a return in their mind there's always a return for that like there is a motivation right right. they get they get something like they're getting something in return but there is getting there's not you there's nothing to be gotten like it's not like they're the ones winning like no it's just it's ridiculous i mean absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous now so so there is there is protests on both sides happening in philly that's going on um, I mean, from everything that all the videos I've seen, it seemed to be pretty peaceful. Well, they were dan- dancing in the streets down in Philly. See, see, that's that's the other that's the other piece of it is why why would some you know why would the you know the incumbent want the vote stopped when it could actually benefit them? It doesn't. Again, it doesn't add up, and it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I mean, Trump has said stop the vote and then keep voting. I mean, he's doubled back on himself a few times. So, I mean, he always does. The the man can't keep his lies straight. No, I I mean, I think that's probably what you're seeing. I mean, besides him probably being Right. Manic yeah, he's pretty point. much imploding because he can't keep his lie, lies straight. And <laughs> his brain, yeah, my god, the dissonance in his in his thinking has got to be insane. Oh yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that guy doesn't function without drugs. Of some yeah, sort. it it's 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 just wow. Yeah, although the memes I've been seeing have been extremely there are some amusing. Very amusing memes, I must say. There is um a Lord of the Rings oh, meme. Oh, I love that. Where? Yes. <laughs> yes, oh, you I know do. what I'm talking about. So there is this meme out <laughs> that is from Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers, and it's like when it's like Gandalf told. I think Aragorn that on the mm-hmm. fifth day yeah. or something look to yes. the east, and so of course they dub it, and it is like <laughs> it's Three like days. they're all like the other states, and then they like ride out and you see Gandalf and it's fucking Pennsylvania with all the counties <laughs> around Philadelphia like coming down. It's so cool, and I'm just like yes. This is amazing. <laughs> That's probably been my one of my favorite memes so far. Uh, I thought that was really fun because obviously we're repping yes. PA. But yeah, I I mean I I I have to say that I haven't really I haven't really been very anxious. 
like, like I kind of like wait, like you know, I'm waiting and all everything, but like I I haven't really been like glued to the screen or anything. I've just kind of been like sitting back and like kind of just waiting and just like reminding myself that you know whatever happens is gonna happen because there's really at this point nothing anyone can really do. Like it's it's really like I, it's just gotta wait to. Yep, gotta, gotta wait. wait till all those votes are counted. You know, the votes were cast and, you know, the people, you know, the people are made their voices heard. And now we have to count all of those, all those ballots and, you know, see where things end up. Yeah. But this election has been the biggest turnout. Yes. Ever. Like, since forever. Yeah, I think it's for, I believe... This yes, is ever. this is like the the <laughs> most votes, um. Yes, and Biden, Biden, what they say, Biden had the most votes of any president. Yeah, and that's actually been an interesting discussion that I've been having, um, with my boyfriend actually, because it's like the reality is, like those votes aren't really. I guess you could look at it like those votes really aren't quote unquote for Biden. They're kind of like either someone who believes in Biden, right? Or someone who's against Trump. Like those votes are, it's like, but it's like, that's kind of, that kind of makes sense. I mean, I technically voted, I just voted to vote against Trump, even though obviously Biden just happens to be the Democratic nominee. If whoever else it was, I would have I would have well, voted Democratic. Well, to remove Trump from power, yeah. Now another thought I've been having because I know I'm, I'm a person who is like, been looking more at like how our government is structured. I know we've talked about like our the foundation of our government, like on the podcast. I think a little bit at least, you know. And I've kind of probably bitched a little bit about like how hard it is to change what our founding fathers laid down but it's like days like this where i'm actually grateful with how hard it is to change that foundation because it's like trump can't there's nothing really for trump to be able to do he can't really do anything at this point even legally speaking there's really nothing for him to do and i was reading an article um this is actually from cnn um politics because, like, the thing is, Trump does not have to concede. It's a polite thing to do. It's common courtesy. It's, like, you know, more of a tradition versus it's yeah. uh, versus anything yeah. because it's not mm-hmm. law, right? And it's, like, it doesn't matter <laughs> if Trump concedes or not. If they do, obviously, if they do have to happen to recount Georgia and PA, which, again, if it's under, the, I think, that 0.5, they have to percentage. But it's like the in this specific article it said the fact that the Secret Service has begun to protect Biden more and more securely, um, basically, and they are actually clearing airspace for him in Willington, Wilmington, Wilmington, Wilmington. Delaware, right? Wilmington. What she said <laughs> <laughs> suggests that they understand the transfer of power is in the is already like happening. It doesn't matter if Trump wants this to happen or not. Even, I believe it was, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it was one of Biden's campaign people 
who came out and was like, we will be removing Trump, basically, if if need be. Like, they were, they didn't say it in those words, but it was like, uh, yeah, no, he's out. Like, it doesn't matter. Now, I know that there has been also a lot of concern, though, not necessarily from Trump, but from Trump supporters. So my boyfriend had been receiving text messages from people he's he knows in Philadelphia on this chain thread that was going around, like warning people to kind of like stay in their homes because there has been threats. This wasn't actually like an official thing being sent out. So I went and did a little research. And what I had found was the FBI had incarcerated this, I guess, group or family that drove in in a Hummer and armed to the teeth in from Virginia to Philadelphia. The convention center was at, got a couple calls of bomb threats, but they tied, it seems to be, at least the art, I'm piecing these articles together as I'm going, it seems to be that these two events actually overlap. Um, they, they think it was someone from that, that like arsenal basically that drove down and that's really i think right now what seems to be people's main Man. concerns because trump for the last four years has has been seeding this misinformation and distrust in all of our establishments from the news to the government to, to i mean any establishment basically that we're supposed to trust in um so it's like that part that i find a way more disconcerting um, but I mean, I think there's a silver lining here. Cause I pretty much what I said, I was like, can you please, cause I found the article specifically in Philly about that caravan. And I was like, please send this out back to them. Let them know these people have been detained. The FBI is looking into it. It seems for the most part, luckily that the FBI is really on their game and is not influenced by Trump whatsoever. Yeah. yeah well, they, I know, I've, I know I've seen even before the election, They've been preparing uh, for any any possible acts of violence uh, connected to yeah. the election. So, <clears throat> yeah, they have to have been, you know, aware of this, you know, anything happening like that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I pretty much just been saying, like, you know, my thought on this is to let's not plan for violence to happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't imagine it happening but to be vigilant to where you are and like what's going on around you. Like it's kind of just like paying attention yeah. without actually deciding what's going to happen. Like, like I don't think we should be entertaining these ideas really. Cause I see it on Facebook. I see it on social media and it's like, okay guys, can we like, if we all calm down, like, it's fine. Because, like, even a couple of the clips that I've seen of Trump supporters, I don't remember where they are. But it's the guy, he's, like, this, um, the guy reporting about the votes is, like, at his station. And this Trump guy comes up behind him, starts screaming. I'm sure if you guys are following, you know Yeah, exactly it was either Nevada or Arizona. Um, yeah. It was one of those. And he has, like, yes. the barbecue shirt on. But really, honestly, it looked like the dude just needed to Get shout. It, yep. And he got tired <laughs> and like walked away. But the guy was like, okay, now what was I saying? Just ignore it. And it's it. like, yeah. I think what Colbert did on his show about saying, I'm not showing that Trump clip. Yep. I think, and what I, I've been thinking about is like, realistically, 
any disinformation that comes out of that man's mouth, Trump's mouth, shut it down immediately and move on Mm -hmm. and ignore him. Yeah, he wants the attention. And he's like, he's like, like, um, like children, they, if they can't get attention one way, they're going to try another way. And a lot of times they do that in a, you know, uh, rather non-beneficial manner, so to speak. (laughs) Right? Well, Trump does the same thing. You know, he's yeah. a grown man behaving like a two-year-old throwing a, you know, throwing a tantrum to get attention. And it, and if yeah. even mm-hmm. like in a small child, you ignore the tantrum, they're going to stop. Like they, they, they get that, that no, this is unacceptable behavior. Unfortunately, Trump's a grown man and still behaving that, that way. So right. yeah, you know, ignoring the tantrum well, eventually, eventually, he's going to just, like, get tired, get tired. yes. <laughs> Go take a nap. <laughs> At least, that, <laughs> I, it, yeah, it, it's like, like, even on live TV, they're cutting yeah. him off. What was it, CNN or something? He just was like, well, that's a lot of basically bullshit. They said misinformation, but bullshit works. And they're just like, well, that was um, none of that was true, and we are going to actually yeah, stop all the ma- this now. <laughs> all the major networks did the same thing. They I mean, shut everybody it down. should be yep, doing shut that. it down. Just shut it the fuck down. Shut it the fuck down. Shut it all down. It's wonderful. It. I think for the first time in a very long time, I'm feeling a little bit of glee. <laughs> yeah. It's a little. It's a little. It's a little facetious, <laughs> but. I mean, I'm- it is definitely, you know, it's that, it's that idea, you know, all things fall from their own weight, and we're starting to see that particular thing fall from its own weight. I mean, obviously, I don't I, I don't want to harp too much on this or anything about, like, you know, the memes and, you know, people, like, you know, saying what they want to say online or anything like that. But I really do think that the best thing that everyone can do is to be gracious about everything happening because I really don't think feeding the monster of pettiness is really going to help us. Like, I understand... Because really, think about this, okay? Like, when Trump won that first time and people were like, hashtag not my president and a couple other... Like, you know, hashtag resist and everything. You know, and we did what we we had to do because obviously I think most, most people who... Or I would say probably all people who voted against Trump the first time could at least see the direction in which this was headed, regardless if they were completely aware of it or not. They just were like, this isn't good regardless, right? And of course you had a a slew of assaults online from Trump supporters. Like, I'm sure the harassment for a lot of people got pretty bad. Um, I mean, we dealt with it for four years, where they're basically just rubbing it in our faces, right? My personal opinion about this is that this time around, we shouldn't do that. Back. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that's cool. No, I I think that it just it it well all that 
when I looked at the, it's fueling, it's continuing to fuel that divisiveness. Right. Because it's, it's still, it still like communicates in maybe not these words, the us yep. versus them. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, it does. Which I think is actually what Biden really sees and understands. Be that because his team sees it. I'm sure he has to the way mm-hmm. he talks about it. I mean, the when he came out and spoke to the public the day after the election, I believe. Mm, yeah, I know. He, I, yeah, I think so. He's spoken a few times. But yeah, I think it was the day after. Yeah. Election. Yeah, I believe it was the day after, too. Um, you know, when he when he spoke to the spoke to people on the day after, you know, he kept saying it's like, I'm not going to treat the United States as Republican and Democrats. I am serving the American people and I will protect right. everyone, um, which is not what Trump does. I mean, he doesn't protect anyone, but specifically, definitely not people who do not bow to him which is an authoritarian view. And the more you look into his cabinet and the people he's surrounded with, those ideas are ingrained in every single person he surrounds Mm -hmm. himself with. Well, that's why he can surround himself with those people. I guess you could call it the law of attraction, I suppose. (laughs) You could. (laughs) It works. But I really think like we should pay attention to the way in which we are talking about this election and i know obviously it's fun to joke and i think the memes are for the most part harmless you know i think it's okay to like rejoice in victory and to pat each other on the back and kind of just revel a little bit in the moment i think everyone kind of needs that break but you know realize that you know we got to kind of get back to work and we do need to still care for one another regardless of if someone voted for Trump or not, because the fact is they are still Americans, regardless. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. You can, of course, hold people accountable for their actions and what they say, and you can certainly get on their case about shit, but that's not the same as rubbing yeah. salt in a wound and inciting them to violence, which is what Trump does. But we definitely do not want to keep proving Trump right. We need to be on the side of nonviolence in every way in what we say and what we do and what we think because that's the only way you could combat the violence that's there's you know look there's a way to deal with things even a great example was what colbert did last night before mm-hmm. before he did his monologue he wasn't cruel he wasn't mean he was just like here here is where i'm at and here is how I see things. And he lit- he called out the Republicans. He called out the Republicans to actually take a stand. And one of the things he said was, basically, the only way evil can win is if good men do nothing. And those are the thoughts we are going to leave you with for this episode. And if you would like to see more of our content, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Three Podcast. You can also head over to our website, the3podcast.com, for blogs, resources, and expanded info about our episodes. Until next time, The Three Podcasts, out. (laughs) 